Hey, we're back for another edition of the EDBC podcast. Eric Dobratz and Brian Coleman. Brian thought it was week 27, but it's actually week 26. I keep track of these things. Oh, you do, do you? Yes, I do. It's 26, 27, big deal. We are locked down in a small room. Yes. Very small room. Mm-hmm. Keeping our fair distance, though, because yeah, of yeah. this big news, the coronavirus, which is just seems to be infiltrating Everywhere. all over our life. Tell, what's going on at your house? What precautions have you taken? Tell um, me, we're just getting like... You know, the usual, like, just telling the kids to wash hands constantly. You came in, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Because, you know, kids are germ carriers anyway. Mm-hmm. Try uh, being married to a teacher. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Well, our house, I think there's 65 bottles of Puro, one okay. in every room. Really? Uh, there is Clorox wipes all over the place. Yeah. The doorknobs, the, 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 the railing going up the stairs. Triage those because you can't get them anymore. <sighs> we have. My wife told me we need Rash to get more those. toilet paper. I said, for what? What do you have? A stomach flu? No, she, that's what I said. She oh. said, no. She has a list. I went and spent sixteen dollars on Mucinex the other day. No one's sick in my house. Knock on wood, somewhere here. Well, but you're, you're, okay, this coronavirus has taken hold of the country. And let's talk the world. about sports. The world. Yeah, how it's affected sports. Uh, a couple things. First of all, I was at the Mohegan Sun today. Mm-hmm. The uh, UConn for... women playing in the American Athletic Conference tournament. Okay. The AAC, as they call it. Right. Monday night's championship game, UConn women won today, but no handshakes after the game. Uh, right, and we get that. I understand that. I can make a nod. They've been playing against each other for 40 minutes, right. sweating, spit flying all well, over isn't the that place. What the co- but don't that, shake hands. Right. Well, isn't that what the co- isn't that what Gino said the other night going, he's not too impressed. I'm paraphrasing here. He's not too impressed by this idea because, you know, bodily fluids are flying everywhere for 40 minutes. What yes. do you think the hand... I, but you get, you're just trying to minimize. I get it. I looked. I liked one of the little vines I saw where some people were walking into a room and and, and kicking feet instead of shaking hands. Oh, that's nice. Tapping feet. If Very this, nice. if the worst, if the if nothing else comes out of this, then that we just reduce handshaking in this country. I'm all because most it. people are disgusting. Yes, I'm all for it. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm the, I was in the fist. I was last night. I was up in Springfield for the uh, Jim Calhoun's team was playing the NCAA right. tournament, and I must have. Shook hands with like six or seven people, the athletic director at Springfield, and every time I did, I, I didn't think about it. I know, and I there was pure. I had Purell in my pocket, so cool. I, I my just, hands are so raw and dry right now. By the way, I was at the Big Y in Shelton, Connecticut, this week, and mm-hmm. they had Purell right in the front there, like for, and I just bought. I but I didn't do what a lot of people did. I didn't buy seventeen of them because let everyone have a Purell. Don't yes. go in there and buy thirty five of them. And the whole face mask thing, they said that doesn't even do anything. No, you and don't need to worry. Now hospitals yeah. can't get them because they're back ordered. And you don't know what to believe because everyone you also read that if you get it, most of the cases are kind are mild. So how about this? But yet we're 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 cordoning off our lives. Yeah, down at John John Johns Hopkins in Baltimore, Saw the Division Three tournament games, empty arena, wouldn't allow any fans in the building. Yeah, they had an outbreak near uh, in East Baltimore, and I don't know where the proximity that is yep. to the Johns Hopkins I'm Arena. I'm assuming it's in the neighborhood. I'm assuming it's in the neighborhood. Because, yep. yeah, there's no fans, and it's, it feels like that's going to happen somewhere. Big East Tournament is next week. They sent out a memo saying they're monitoring the situation, but, I mean, that's a huge moneymaker. There's no way they're not. I know, but you know, New York, the Northeast is feeling it. New York City's feeling it. I yep. mean, that's where a lot of you the cases really are. You really think they're not going to let people in that building? I think it's a possibility. I do. No way. 
No. Oh, way. Okay. All right. So we'll see. We'll take a I hope. I that. hope you're right. Yeah, I, I do. I, I, I hope all. We, yeah. we all hope we. Get NHL put out a memo this. today that they're they're thinking about no more locker room access for reporters. Oh, I think that's going to be. I think that's done. Yeah. Press conferences. Uh, the Rangers tonight had said to reporters about an hour ago. We're taping this on a Saturday night. About an hour ago that they were going to monitor it. We'll, we'll let you know before the game ends whether or not they're going to let you in the locker room or not. You so know, that was an hour ago. That's probably a good idea too. It's that's an easy precautionary measure. I don't think. Listen, I haven't been in a lot. You have been in a lot. A lot. A lot of locker rooms mm-hmm. sometimes for work yes. um hey. hey hey now and uh i mean is it going to make that is it going to impact the jobs of those guys those pe- men and women who cover the sports that hard much harder not having immediate locker room access listen you're not you know you have relationships with people you're going to walk up to someone who who you maybe don't have access to in a press conference situation listen, right in a press conference right. you're going to get two people you get who you get right and you have no control, whereas you can walk into a locker room and walk over to the, you know, or a relief pitcher or the backup right. catcher who may have some information for you. Those type of sources. The sources are, say stories are yes. going to are going to get an equipment impacted. manager who said, "Hey, so and so got hurt." You right. Know, blah blah blah. Th- those are the types of things you don't want to ever limit access That's of a, a reporter. Yep. Yeah, right. So those are the type of things you worry about. But again, safety is the paramount. Safety first. Is. Wash your yeah. wash your hands. And the Yankees, they stop I don't touching know if you saw stuff. This. I know. I just itched my face. Jesus. Um, Yankee uh, players, right? Autographs. They kind of were monitoring that situation. You know, you lean over with a pen. Hey, can you sign this? Oh, of course, of course. We've all, yeah. No the, more. The Yankees had a pen. Every all the players had their own pen with them or whatever. And it was see, that's signing. just good. That's just that's just good for the consumer I, to begin I agree. with. I agree. I agree. I, 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 can I tell you that when I was a kid, John Tudor, who at the time was a pitcher of the Red Sox, yeah. I tried to ask for his autograph. Mm-hmm. Outside of Fenway Park, and he brushed me off because I didn't have a pen. I was like eight years old. I always hated John Tudor because of that. John, if you're listening tonight, I know you're probably in your sixties now. Uh, F off. You know, I had a similar situation. I'm out in Monument Park, Yankee Stadium. Right. And you remember the reliever Ron Davis? Late seventies. Ike Davis's eighty-one. Uh, Ike Davis's father. Yes, correct. Former so Met first baseman. This had to be 1987. He's pitching with the Twins. We get out of my. He's out there early. Right. And I say to my dad, "Hey, there's Ron Davis. He used to be a reliever for the Yankees." My dad's like, "Yeah, I remember him. He sucked in the '81 World Series." <laughs> I said, "I'm going to ask him for his autograph." So I, he was. I'll never forget it. He was talking to Rick Roden, who was in the Yankee bullpen. Rick Roden, former yep. Giants pitcher. Was uh, he a Yankee he, too? He, he was a, in the Pirate Doug Drabeck trade. Oh, interesting! Doug Drabeck and Brian Fisher for uh, uh, Brian Fisher came over to the uh, Doug Drabeck for was Rick Roden for Rick Roden wow. and Cecilio Guante was the reliever that came. God bless along, you. Who Billy Martin I think basically overused in May. It could barely lift his arm. All right, we're getting way yeah. off track. Here. Anyway, so Ron Davis is talking to Rick Roden. He goes, "Excuse me, Mr. Davis, can you?" Can I get an autograph? He looks at me and goes, get out of here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a big guy. That's great. And my father came over and said, he didn't want your autograph anyway. You sucked when you pitched for the Yankees. That's literally awesome. Said that to him, so. I mean, it's not awesome that people act like that to kids, but as you're older now, it's a great story. Yes, it is. So. I, 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 didn't have, I haven't had many of those type of run-ins. Have you over the years? With no, not athletes? really. Not really. For the most, I remember one time George Brett in, uh, what was it, in Lakeland, Florida, was playing the Tigers. Oh, you told me this story. He he would he wouldn't sign. He carried. He literally walked out of the clubhouse, had nothing in his hands, turned to the equipment guy, grabbed the Gatorade jug, the big orange jug, carried it so he wouldn't have any free hands. Mm-hmm. Gets to the bus, puts it down, goes to walk on the bus, and a guy pulls out a Sports Illustrated with George Brett on the cover from like his rookie year. Right. Brett signs that, nothing else, and gets on the bus. And this was a collector. Wow. I'm just a kid who's having him sign like a freaking napkin. See, that bummed me out. You told me that because like, one of my favorite players when I was a kid was George Brett. To Tried have, to learn how to hit If you have a second, by him. the way, go to YouTube and right. and search George Brett diarrhea. Oh, okay. 
Have you ever seen that story he tells at spring training? No. Well, it doesn't sound like a pleasant you, one. You have to watch it. It's, All right. It, I'm not gonna, it is very funny. George, I'm to look it up now. George Brett's spring training, he tells, he's a coach and he tells a great story. Well, it remember he almost, mi- he had, he, there was talk of him missing part of the 1980 World Series because of hemorrhoids. So. Hemorrhoids? Oh, yeah. Uh, and my kids were watching the Pintar game the other day on YouTube. It popped up for some reason. <laughs> anyway, so the coronavirus. All right. How about this? An XFL employee tested positive in Seattle. He was working a game in Seattle right. weeks ago. Bad and so people bad are freaking out about that. Washington, yep. Um, you know, I told you my wife is nuts about it. You said your your wife is just kind of now. My wife is very the most practical person I know. Like, hmm. not an alarmist. She hasn't like, made exactly the best life choices. I would say not really. Yeah. No. I mean, we can get into that. I can think of time. one right now. <laughs> yeah. But. So can she. <laughs> um, but very much like, just calm down. I'm not going to worry about stuff I can't control right now. Just do what they tell you to do. Yeah. Live your life. If you say. They, well, you have to work from home, work from home, and yeah. all that stuff. And but I, like, for, but for sports, though, it's a big deal. Baseball players, you know, not signing autographs, all this I, stuff I going know. on. Imagine fans going good. to the games. Rick Roden's blown. Who's the Who's the modern day Rick Roden? Most Most modern pitchers are no Rick longer Roden. shaped like Rick Roden. Yeah, he, he was Nutrition. a great athlete, golfer. He was too. great golfer. Great yeah. mustache. Oh my, great killer mustache. '80s mustache. Yeah. One of the Selleck cool things like. I like. A, another. I'm going to go off on a tangent. Yeah. If you look at old '80s ga- like games from the '80s, and I've said this before on. Social media, but every uh, I notice, especially I've watched the '86 World Series, which I've watched like 137 times. Well, the if you if best you, year of the Mets franchise I ever so had, yep. Every ball player in the '80s looks like they're 36 years old. They don't look they're old, but they don't look they're young. Everybody looks like they're 36 years old. Yeah. Remember Wayne Bob Tollison? Remember Bob yeah. Stanley? Yeah, looked, the oh steamer. my goodness, the steamer. Steamer. I was at a game forever. with my little league team. The things you remember from your ki- from your childhood, and I can't remember what I did yesterday yep. with my little league team, and must have been eighty two because I think it was the year that the, the, and we were somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. To Fen- at Fenway Park, and we were yep. right behind. We were way out in the bleacher seats, you know, the, but like right below, right behind the Sox dugout. And there was just two. I always remember. It's a weird thing you remember. We were like ten or, 11, or ten or eleven. Just two guys like screaming the whole game at Bob Stanley in the bullpen. Good. It's <laughs> fun. You know, eighty two. That they showed the picture. Was it? Uh... 82 when the girl, little girl got hit in the face and Jim Rice carried her off the field. I don't remember oh, the year, but I remember that, picture, yeah. Like super, the, some, uh, it was on Twitter. I, I don't remember that, but the picture was frightening. This is Jesus. this is becoming memories uh, yes, podcast we're, we're going tonight. Way, yeah. off, way off track here. <laughs> One time, my friend and I went to the Red Sox-White Sox game, and I forget the pitcher for the Red Sox who got traded to St. Louis down, but we heckled him. Was it John Tudor? Because he got no, traded from the Red John, Sox. It wasn't John Tudor. Son of a... Oh, it was early, late 90s. I forget his oh. name. Escapes, but we I heckled him the whole time and one of the best best days ever we're getting off track all right all right so wash your hands wash your hands don't touch your face right do the due diligence i guess when it comes to coronavirus and i told you Mm -hmm. might be the worst virus to hit baseball since chlamydia in the 70s oh the chlamydia of the 70s remember that oh sure sure (laughs) big sure do oh my goodness i tried spelling chlamydia by the way i have no idea how to say i don't even want to try that i don't think i'm in the ballpark chlamydia is one of those things that sounds to be a lovely name for a girl if it wasn't a venereal disease yeah yeah, well, let's leave it alone. We'll okay. Leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> let's go with that. All right, so it's March. I told you I was at the UConn women's uh, game yeah. today. They're going to win a seventh conference championship on Monday they night. Of course they never I, lost a game. I did have a question because I yeah. did not know. I know they played last night. They played but today. What ha- I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm Saturday. Circling, We're I'm, assuming this is going to yes. Right. They played I'm, Saturday. They Saturday. Yeah. Circling back to Calhoun, what happened last night with St. Jo- with uh, St. Joseph's? So St. Joseph, St. Joseph, St. University of St. Joseph. They lost. Oh, they lost by four. They were down by as many as thirteen or fourteen in the second half. So that's a little grit, little spirit. 
So Calhoun came out of the press conference and said, whether you're 27 or 77, they all hurt. And yep. I just thought it was a great line. That and is then a good I line. thought about it. And he said, Was he talking he, about basketball? Yeah, exactly. Okay. He was talking about chlamydia. <laughs> but he said, it's Also true. Hey, guys, it's going to be 78 in May. And yeah. I, we asked him, you, you know, you want to do this again next year? He said, Good Lord willing, I'm, I'm coming back. 78. He's almost, he's he's a little too young. He's almost old enough to run for president. He is. He's yeah. almost. Him yeah. and Joe Biden. He's getting there. Yeah. Well, how old is Trump? I don't even, is he 72? 73, 73, I think. Something like that. So, yeah, you got 73. Be We're not, we don't go too crazy on politics here because we had enough. We had enough hate messages as it is that's right um, yeah that's right but no they lost last night great game they cut it down the three several times had the ball down three several times hey just couldn't get over the hump which like my wife actually my wife was asking me about this today because yeah. she was talking to her dad who's a huge college hoops uh person and telling him the story like yeah he just this program is two years old, two years old. they bought started. basketballs it's amazing. they bought basketballs there 16 months ago wow Sixteen months ago, they had to buy basketballs. Wipe them down for the program. Yeah, wipe them down. Yeah, but Jim, uh, you know what? I gotta say real quick about Jim though. He was a freaking maniac in the second half. Was he on the officials? Um, well, and he got every freaking call down the stretch. I bet he did. And here's something that pissed me off though. So a friend of mine who was at the game told me before the game, mm-hmm. Callum took a picture with the officials. For really? You know the officials asked for it. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't do that. They can't do that. You, you can't do that. I was so irritated Come when on. I heard that. That's a joke. I know. Before it's the game, division. you're taking a picture with the coach. It's D3. And I didn't know Springfield's known as the birthplace of basketball. Is this true? Yeah. And I'm not sure James Naismith. I thought it was Bridgeport. Taught there? Bridgeport. <laughs> Uh, Bridgeport, Bridgeport has other claims Wilbur to fame. Wilbur Cross in New Haven, baby. Come oh, on. Please. Br- Springfield's the birthplace of basketball. Huh? You should know that. You, like, Naismith, I think yeah. of the Hall of Fame. I know it's there, but I'd never been there before. Yep. Nice hey. arena. Nice arena. Did you go to the Hall of Fame? No. I drove by it on the it's way It's kind of cool. No, we all drive by the Hall of Fame when you go through Springfield. But I tell you, driving into the arena, the little sketchy couple neighborhoods oh, yeah. I went through off oh, yeah. of three. I didn't I, I just followed ways. It doesn't scream out like western Massachusetts doesn't scream out basketball to me. Basketball to me. If you told me it was in Indiana, I'd totally get it or New York City, but yeah. here we are. Yeah. Springfield. No, I and I've never been to the Hall of Fame. It's cool. I've been there several years ago. My, My kids, kids asked me to go. Yeah. They want to go too. Yeah. It's so. it's a little more interactive I believe than I've been to the football one and the baseball one. I'm kind of like I think the, my favorite. I think I wear I get football, basketball, baseball. In terms I haven't been to any of them. Really? You Aren't went you? to the NFL one? Yeah, several years ago, about you fifteen can? years ago. Yep. Did you drive with up there? my uh, my 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 father's family's from Pittsburgh. We were out mm. in Pittsburgh, so my father, my cousin, my uncle, and I made a day trip. It's like a three-hour trip from Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, it was about fifteen and years ago. Cooperstown's not a bad ride from here, right? Um, I think it's like four or five hours. It's well, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, what do you do when you're there? I mean, you get to get you the hotel and hope there's a pool much. for the kids. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with Canton. Like, you hit up Bob Evans, get some, you know, get an omelet. Well, I didn't know the, you were going to say Bob go, Evans. Go to the, because when we that. drove there, I, if I, and I had not spent a lot of time in Ohio, especially that part of Ohio. Yeah. I've been up to like, the Cleveland area, mm. which I guess is which is north. But, like, every five minutes once you cross over to Ohio is a Bob Evans race. You know, like Dunkin' Donuts is in New England? Yes. That's Bob Evans in Ohio. And what's the other place that I see it on 95 there? The, uh, what's it called? The restaurant? The, oh, I'm, names this is me. this is great radio today. Oh like, my God! Geez. This is our Saturday you take night. Take a break and regroup. This is our Saturday God. night. People. Yeah, we're here on a Saturday night for crying out loud, taping a podcast. Yeah. What does our life come down to? I'm at work and you left your family behind. Uh, my wife you told kids, me you couldn't stand being home and you wanted to run out and you wanted to tape seven of them if you could. Just to my, get away my wife and kids are kids. watching a movie right now and like probably happier than a pig and you know what? Yep, which we're watching uh, Hooper. I heard Hooper. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah. All right, let's. We're halfway through this podcast. This goes too fast. Let's yep. take a break. What do we got to talk about? What oh, let's talk about all as well, please. Let's yes. talk about all as well, because man, good night's sleep's important, especially on a Saturday night. 
if you get to maybe sleep maybe on Sunday. Maybe sleep on the couch you keep talking. Yeah, well, it is Saturday night. That's, that's not unusual. Yeah. Uh, Allswell believes in the power of a good night's sleep for all. They've proven this with products that feature innovative technology and unbelievable comfort and support without deflating your wallet. We're talking about mattresses starting as low as $345. And that's not one of those twin bed mattresses. I'm talking about a queen mattress starting at $345. And they feature the hybrid mattress technology that Allswell is so proud of. That combines the best of both worlds, memory foam and individually wrapped coils for a winning blend of comfort and support. First purchase, you get 15% off, and that includes free shipping, 10-year limited warranty, 100-night free risk trial, financing as low as 0% APR. You go to our site at the bus, at our site on Buzzsprout at the edbcpodcast.buzzsprout.com. Click on the link for All's Well there. You get mm. yourself a little discount. Give a little love for our show, so we appreciate it. Beautiful. Great read. Thank you. Great job. Feels so better and better every week. I know. I, tell you, man, I practice practiced this in my basement. Good job. Good uh, job. With the dog just staring at me because the other nobody else wants to. Are you, you sent me an email to this week and you said the Knicks fiasco. Expand. Uh, Talk to you about the fiasco that is the Knicks. There's no real heroes in this. This is just a story of sadness all the way around. So Spike Lee, super fan, the director and mm. super fan of the Knicks, who doesn't hide that very well because he dresses like a you know like a kid. Did we talk about this last week? I don't, we, I don't think we did. Yes. So ahead. he so he had he's been a Knicks season ticket holder for I don't know since the the the, the Eisenhower administration or something. Yeah, I don't know. Forever. Whatever. Uh, and he's got courtside seats. He's there all the time. He's you know you see him. It's like uh, so apparently there's some sort of issue this past week with him getting into the Madison Square Garden. A bit, bit of a dust up. And he and James Dolan, the owner, had a, some sort of brouhaha. And now Spike might not go anymore. And he went on all the talk shows on ESPN to say how he was wronged by Dolan. I don't really care about either one of these two, but it just, especially Spike, who I think is kind of annoying going on all this. He's sort of bringing a lot of attention onto himself. I get, but I get he's annoyed. I'm sorry you didn't get to come in like the, the VIP entrance the one time, mm-hmm. you know, one of the few times you, you're not allowed in there. You still got to go to the game, but it's just it's just another thing with the Knicks of being like just a fiasco. The owner is like throwing Spike Lee out. He's been he, if people he you know he hears fans yelling sell the team that fans get Kicked kicked out of the set arena. Of fans out this week. Happened again. I mean it's, they it's, did get warned. It's Im- but who cares? Yeah. It's embarrassing. They were told they had a the policy. A uh, what was it? What you can't yell sell the yeah, team. Yeah, they had a they had a um, uh, a moral code or something. You know, moral code. Meanwhile, there's guys drinking eight beers at the game. Exactly. Little kids to f off, and they're staying in the game. I know. I mean, it's it's, it's gotten ridiculous, and I, I I don't like to say things like. Why doesn't the league step in? But it's embarrassing that the Knicks are like that. The Knicks well, then it be became a, a racial thing. People were accusing Dolan of being a racist. I don't like, think he's a racist. He's, I think just he's a, an idiot. He's an idiot, and he's a he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's Jeff Wilpon. He's a rich kid. Who's he's a, a rich kid. Who, rich kid. He's a rich kid who never had to work, get anything. Was probably has probably never been told his whole life. Yep. Now he's far too long in life to change. Yeah. It's embarrassing, and you would think. I get baseball because baseball screws everything up. And I don't say you got to go in there in the league saying, okay, we got to take over this franchise. But I'm surprised that Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, hasn't said something like, listen, this this franchise has been a joke for more than 20 years. And the New York Knicks should be one of our cornerstone franchises. Yeah. This should be a game. The, you guys should be on national TV every week. That place should be packed. That should be a destination franchise. It's not now. Not when Kevin Durant's going to Brooklyn, for goodness sake. And it's bad for the league. It's getting worse. It's And I don't know what the good answer is. It sucks when the Knicks... I'm not even a Knicks fan. I don't yeah. care about the Knicks. I am. But, but it 
like sucks. To it, it sucks for the league that they don't have like a good, a good franchise in New York City. You know, it's funny you say that. I hear people talk about it all the time. Just like when they talk about, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But when they were talking about how people not being able to perform in the big stage in New York and the the big media presence. Well, mm-hmm. First of all, I think that's a bunch of BS. But anyway, um, do the, does the NBA really need the Knicks anymore? Because it's a different world now with advertising. They don't. You don't have to have. You, you don't have to sell. Be able to be in New York City to sell products. And I think they don't. That's need. been proven over the years with the Oklahoma cities right i guess the players brands are so popular through social media and other things that do you really need those corners to but there are celtics just... knicks to be i mean the lakers lebron wanted okay. to be in la i i get i get your point to, yeah. to a certain degree i to a certain extent i agree with you but i think it is there i say talk about destination franchises mm. you know they're like people the star players when they have the opportunity are not going to go to San Antonio. I'm sorry about that. They're not going to, or they're not going to go to Indiana. So why can't the Knicks be in the playing field of like guys that want to go play in LA or they want to go play in Miami? Some guys, if you know, they don't mind the cold weather, want to go play for the Bulls. I, I mean, what is it cooler to see like an NBA Finals with like I want to use the Lakers say that like a Knicks Golden State Warriors or do you want to see Memphis take on Charlotte I mean there is some validity to that but then part of me too sometimes people are like hey I'd rather go play somewhere there's no income tax it's also cool yeah and it's also (laughs) cool with the fan base is crazy like Toronto like you'd say Toronto that's not a great NBA no Toronto's an awesome NBA city the crazy fan base up there and crazy fan base just means just big hockey town but they are good sports yeah they're crazy for the Raptors up there yeah Um, it's it's, you know the Knicks and, and I just Listen, they got like you said. It's a better league when the Knicks are better. Half the half the league makes the playoffs, and the Knicks haven't been in the playoffs in what? It's sad. Fifteen years? Have they been there once Brooklyn, in the last twenty years? Freaking Brooklyn Nets just fired their coach no, this morning, today. which 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 was. Uh, it sounds like the owner fired and, him, but yeah, it sounds like the owner fired or the players fired him. It was yeah. incredibly stupid, by the way. But that's beside the point. Yeah, and they're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to get true. bounced, but they're going to go to the playoffs. And the Knicks can't. When was the last time the Knicks were in the playoffs? Four or five uh, years. They ago? had that. They won that. They had the, made that with Carmelo that one year. Yeah, the one was, year they beat Boston, and they got, uh, yeah, that was I like the last. What year it was. I want to say 2012. It all blends together. Something like that. It's been a while. So listen, last week you spoke a lot about Tony Romo. Yes. 17 million a year. I told you why I didn't like it. But mm. how about the rumors this week? Oh, this I like this rumor. The, the, so, I mean, we're talking about trading play-by-play trading guys? Trading play-by-play guys. I, I heard this, and I, you know, my radar hey, went up. Tell me about ABC's this. ABC's already tra- – Al, Al Michaels has already been traded once. Yeah. So just Google Al Michaels trade if you – 75 years old, by the way, Al Michaels. And still looking great. His hair, His hair is, His hair it, looks like turf his, in a golf His hair is four years old. <laughs> yeah, it's sprayed on. I think there's a lot of spraying I, I, going oh on my, I love Al Michaels. Outstanding. But if you but haven't Al, seen this, tell me about, tell me about this. The so ESPN wants him, and they talk about ESP, trading for him? ESPN really wanted Tony Romo to yeah. sort of heighten their brand and get some, some jazz going into their uh, NFL broadcast, which mm-hmm. right now have no – because the games all. suck. Because the why. games suck. But so apparently the, there is a discussion that they would trade for Al Michaels, who currently does Sunday second night round football. Second round pick and cash is that what the deal is? Second round pick and cash <laughs> and, and, a, and a lottery per, lottery lottery protected first round pick <laughs> and trade out Al's right now the Monday night uh, the Sunday night football NBC. voice on NBC. Got two years left on his contract. Trade Al over to the ESPN family. Team him with Peyton Manning. Lure Peyton Manning for seventeen million, put those two dudes on the Monday Night Football broadcast, which would probably be an awesome broadcast. Yeah. I mean, awesome, really good announcing team. But again, if it's but Tennessee, not, Jacksonville, I'm not. Watching. I'm, I don't care. Let's do it again. Let's do our Chris Russo. I'm not watching. They're playing in my backyard. I'm not watching that game. I don't care who's broadcasting. You, I don't care if you bring back Kurt Gowdy, Howard Cosell, no. and uh, if you it's, know, if it's San Diego, Oakland, I'm not watching. I'm not watching that. 
I'm Los, not. But, but by the way, it's San, it's, you, you mean Los LA, Angeles. Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Los Angeles, Las Vegas, yes. my friend. Yes. Um, uh, it, it, but the, the, the idea turn, that ESPN would do that, ESPN is bleeding money. Bleeding subscribers, bleeding money. People we, are cu- Every time people cut their cable cord, people like ESPN get affected because they're losing the subscription ESPN's fee. up in Bristol. We're in here in Connecticut and Southern Connecticut. You probably know... I'm guessing you know someone who we, we both know people that work there, and maybe yeah. you know some people who've lost. I don't. I don't. But maybe Absolutely. some people who lost, lost jobs, jobs because of the years the, they've the, had some massive job cuts at ESPN. No, and again, they're 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 throwing bad money out over good because it's like they can't afford the rights fees, and you know. I'm curious to see what's going to happen down the road with these rights fees because CBS and all of them keep writing these big checks to the NFL. They need content, and dude. if people, but if people keep cutting their cable. How are they paying for the, it? I know, and they'll find another platform. They're going to start charging us to watch it on, the, you know, the Amazons, or pl- they're going to find another place. But they for do us, that and now we'll pay, anyway, and we'll pay. We'll I don't pay. pay for anything right now. Good for you. I steal it all from people I know. Outstanding. That's a good. Uh, wait, practice. did I just say it? no? I don't say. It. But we don't have it. cable at home. We pay for a CBS All Access app. It's five bucks a month. Oh, that we get. Oh, you watch Blue Bloods. So we watch Sunday football. <laughs> Didn't they just cancel that? I have no idea. I You're just, a big Tom Selleck guy. I, I, the only reason I, remember, I think you mentioned him like ten times. Last this week we he, he was, it was his birthday. And I, I was like, how, how old was he? Seventy five. Jeez, him and Al. That's a weird show, though. I've never watched it, but it's a show that apparently never my, seen. my wife used if to. Mike wa- Francesa likes it. My wife used to watch it. I think, and she's out on it now. But it was a. I, I couldn't buy, I can suspend disbelief for a lot. I couldn't suspend disbelief when she told me that Tom Selleck's character is supposed to be the father of Donnie Wahlberg's character. Oh, jeez. That's like saying, like, that, that's like, you know, I, I can't, saying I, Chris Rock is my cousin. Yeah, like, no, I can't, it's, it doesn't, can't no, see no that. come on, come Cannot on. Cannot see that. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So NBC would then turn around and uh, Mike Tirico would slide into the Sunday night booth with Chris, Chris Collinsworth. And Mike's great. I don't care. Mike's, Mike's good. Great, Mike is But good. again, I'm not turning the gas. Listen, by Sunday night, if I'm home, I'm not watching Sunday Night Football. My wife said, look, you already watched four hours. Can I tell you something? I really wish, because, and again, we're old fogies, and I remember when it used to be even big deal in my day, even after Howard Cosell left, I wish they'd get rid of Sunday Night Football and just go back to Monday Night Football being the, pro- be pro- better games. the marquee. They'd be better games. I mean, Mondays suck. It used to be cool, like, Monday in October, like, Monday night in October, like, after a long Monday, like, or we were in college, like, just watch the Monday night game. We'd watch it no matter who it was. Yeah. And they used to be marquee. Now, like, yeah, you're burned out. A Sunday night, even if it's a great game, well, unless your team is playing, yeah. that's the only way you have an interest. And I hate it when my team's playing because I'm old and I'm cranky. They'll, they'll probably well, lose. At eleven thirty, I go to bed in a bad mood, and we're going to yeah. get because and we're going to get to this in a minute. The you know teams can really affect your mood to it's true to, to horrible degrees sometimes. That's a great segue. Thank you. That's a segue. It's a great yeah. segue. So if you don't listen, if you don't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, there's something wrong with you. First of all, and if you don't need cable fan, on demand. Yeah, HBO on demand, Go. I watch it on HBO Go. Um, there was an episode last week where someone died because of the Jets. Tell me, tell me. Right, about and first of all, I watched like, it. I thought it was great. It was a great episode. Larry David. Several things in the episode we could talk about, but we can't oh, talk about we can't talk it's about them in show. this form. Yeah. yeah. So Larry, I'm going to preface this by saying, like Larry David, who's one of the create was a co-creator of Seinfeld. Brilliant. He's a comedic master mastermind, but he, you know, and he's he's not afraid to touch on subjects that are sometimes a little taboo or whatever. So we're not. Just for up front, we're not like belittling or you know, like mental illness or people yeah. impacted by this sort of thing. He was simply having some fun with being how much it sucks to be a fan of the New York Jets. So his golf buddy Carl, they're all at lunch one day after the foursome plays golf. They go to the restaurant. Carl gets a text message or an instant message saying, oh, Le'Veon Bell's out for the year. I can't take it. The Jets, I can't take the Jets anymore. 
Next day, he gets a call at home. Larry gets a call from his from his agent saying that Carl committed suicide. Because of the Jets. And Larry goes, did he leave a note? Watch this episode if you see it. If yeah. you Again, if you haven't seen it already. And he says, yeah. He says, and the, and he says, the note just said, I can't take any more disappointments. And Larry goes, that's what he said all the time when we watched the Jets. And he said, the Jets killed Carl. So and now you like, want the Jets killed Carl signs. It's going to happen. It's going to. I'm just saying, like some people, that, like just like your sports teams, can you make you miserable? This is taking it to an extreme, oh, yes, but yes. I mean, my goodness gracious, in a dark, humorous way. Dark humor. That's why it's called a black comedy. Yes. It's just dark humor. But uh, the, uh, I just thought, like, the, the poor Jets are going to get like this is going to get hung on them. Like people are going to show up, like rest in peace, Carl signs. Yes. And you're going to love it when every time you see oh, it. Oh, it's hilarious. Every time you see it. If the Jets were smart, they'd somehow figure a way to market this, but they won't. They're not smart. Instead, they're going to find they're going to next week when free agency starts, they'll sign some offensive tackle for like $165 million. I'm glad you brought that up, NFL free agency. I'm, I'm so tired of the Tom Brady stuff. Yeah, Kevin we Belichick signed somewhere. talked on the phone this week and it didn't, didn't go, go well. well. I mean, that who says who? I mean, who's telling who that? Who cares? I mean, I, so when is the when is the open for business? The 17th oh, or something? It's, it's, okay, here's the thing. You can because, tamper. Is that the, there's like yeah. a tamper? You can talk to people. March sixteenth, you can start talking to people. You're free to negotiate if you're a free agent. March eighteenth, you can start putting your name on the line, which is dotted. And yes. Start signing. So, so March eight. What's today? The seventh. I don't. Know. I, I have 7th, no idea. So we're eleven days away. You know, at least they do it right. The NF, the NFL, and the NBA find a way to like juice up their off season with free agency day. Year like round. July first in the NBA is crazy. March eighteenth will be crazy for NFL. They'll dominate the sports news cycle, assuming coronavirus isn't still dominating it. Yes. And like, but like baseball, another thing baseball does wrong. But I digress. No, you talked. You mentioned the coronavirus again. It's dominating everything. Are you watching? Is your wife and family, are you guys watching the news more to get updates? You getting updates on your phone? What? No. You know, you don't care. I care. But I'm not watching the news more. I'm sorry for the folks that run. Yes, uh, that are charged that run news eight here. Ratings thing for us. Are more people going to be watching? Because the seems like there's another update on the coronavirus. There's also backlash. Seconds. People say it's being blown out of proportion. So you have that true. side too. This is true. Yeah. Um, it's not fake news. It's not fake news. But you're right. There is some people who say it's blown out. Someone posted the other day. All these news stations. This is all BS. I'm not watching news anymore. Well, except for sports. Oh, that's very, good. So they'll watch you. Nice. Hey, yes, everybody, exactly. watch Eric. Like, what six, happens if I get coronavirus? Six twenty three. Watch me. Yeah, no, no. You, you, yeah, six twenty three at night or whatever. Turn on the channel eight and watch Eric. Oh, man, unbelievable. All right, so listen, we're gonna bring back another segment here. Yeah, celebrity birthdays. Yeah, there's a few. This I mentioned week. a couple. There's one on here. It's an absolute favorite of mine. That oh, I can absolute only guess. favorite of mine. It's gonna have something to do with bad music. So we'll get to that. Yes. All right. Talk Let's talk me. about Buzzsprout first, yes, though. Yes, please. Oh, buddy, hit. Oh, okay, I got the wrong promo read, so I'll just wing it. So, Buzzsprout is what we use for our podcast. If you're listening to it right now, mm. it's the easy way to start a podcast. And believe me, podcasts are growing because they're cheap, efficient, great way for marketing or to get your message out there. Or to get out of the house. Get out of the house. Great way to get out of the house on a Saturday night. I got to hey. tell you. Um, Buzzsprout lets you start all that up for as little for plans to start as low as twelve dollars a month. That means you can up you get all your uh, you can get your podcasts uploaded. They're archived. It easily the episodes are easy to uh, upload to the servers, and that means main podcast platforms like Stitcher, Apple Stitcher. Music. You love Stitcher, love iTunes, Pod Bay, Pod Bean, all that stuff. But the Buzzsprout. Make sure you write a review. Yeah, please write Help a review. Out, if, you please? if you're on iTunes or Apple Music, write or Spotify, 
write a review, or at least give us a star. Get five stars, please. Just click five times and be on your way after you listen to us. We're not asking we're do- for much. We're doing this for you. We're, we're doing this for, for the much. people. So, Come on, yeah. Out. So anyway, yeah. Sign up for one of those plans. The uh, plan starting as low as twelve dollars a month, and you'll get a twenty dollar Amazon gift card if you go through the link through our episode for our uh, website uh, link on our website. Say that again. Yeah. Um, you give a little love to our show. Beautiful. Buzzsprout. We love them. All right. Beautiful. All right. All right. So celebrity birthdays. We got, yeah. uh, we got a couple a of them here. that are, one of them I just absolutely love. We'll we go got a few. LA we got World of Comedy. Yeah. So Rob Reiner, yeah. a great director. Great director of some of my favorite films, especially Spinal Tap, one of my favorites. Never saw it. Me, never saw Spinal Tap? You've never, never seen Spinal Tap or Slap Shot? No. No, I've, you, seen, I've seen bits and pieces. You have a, I have to sit down and watch from start to finish. For Slap Shot, I've seen bits and pieces. As into, for I someone know. who's now a hockey dad I know. and is, is into music I'm as you are. I'm my kids. Those are two movies that are like right, right. in your wheelhouse. All okay. Right. Anyway. So no, also, I have not seen. Spinal also, did, but yeah, Rob Reiner, also Meathead for those of you for you older mm-hmm. folks, all in the family. Seventy three. You know what's cool about that? And his dad, legendary uh, comic mind. Speaking Carl. of comic mind, comic mind, minds. What's Carl like, Reiner. 98? No, he's like ninety four, still Is kicking, it? still Good kicking. Uh, yes, yeah, then some. Some another music one. Music now. Yeah, from the music world, David Gilmore, Pink Floyd, seventy four. About right. Yep. Uh, John Bon Jovi, fifty eight. <laughs> for all you cats out there who love the Bon Jovi. Love the you know, you give love a bad name and all that Here's stuff. Here's my favorite. One Eddie song. Grant, seventy two. The original one hit wonder. Oh, great song! But one hit wonder all the way. Electric Avenue. Electric Avenue. Top ten. The t- you bought top ten album covers. Yeah. Top ten songs. Electric Avenue is it's right up. There. That's a great list. One day maybe for maybe a slow podcast week one time we'll have to do some one hit one hit wonders because that's a golden one. That's you a still great hear summer that a song. When we go on vacation with some friends of ours out I in hear. Maine, the they play that all the time. Love and it. It's just it, there's nothing better. You put you in that type. One of those summer type right, of songs. Right, it is. You want to crack open a beer, enjoy what you're doing, and mm-hmm. just love. Let's have life. a couple of beers, man. Listen to some reggae. Yeah, you know what I mean. Great song. Yeah. Well, well timeout. By the way, what? Timeout. So what? I do my album covers this week. Right. And I, you know, for the most part, I thought they were pretty good picks. Oh, yeah, for the most part. You have the nerve to tell me reggae sucks reggae when blows. I post a Bob Marley cover? Yeah, yeah reggae blows. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? There's like three good reggae songs. If you've heard, I, if you've heard one reggae song, you've heard them all. <laughs> You, you are thing. so freaking sheltered. What are you talking about? There's a reason. About? There's you, you know what? Yeah, there's a reason why like all the reggae artists are high. You have to be high to enjoy that music. On, you got to be high as a kite. Your wife loves reggae. I what know. are you talking about? Let me tell you about my wife and her musical tastes. It's okay. It's talking about Eddie Grant, summertime. I love Eddie reggae. Grant. Reggae. Oh, reggae. There's yeah. not a bad Bob Marley song. There's not a bad Peter Tosh song. Oh my I mean, goodness. let's just. I'd rather. No, please. <sighs> almost as bad as country music. Well, listen, I'm not a country <laughs> fan either. Fine, but yeah, boring. Give same, reggae a chance. Will same, you please? I, I've tried. All right, yeah, that all sounds I, the same. I, I got in your way here. Last birthday. Last shout out. almost as old. God, we're almost the same age. Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, turning 48 or turned 48 yesterday, March 6th. And then so he Shaq, did some stunt the other day with let his hairline growing. Did you see that? I didn't hear it. Someone he lost a bet with Kenny Smith, so Shaq couldn't shave his head for a few days, and they wanted to see what his real hairline looked like. I have no idea. Oh, you got to look it up. It was wow. very funny. Shaq. Very well, good. funny. Best show on TV, the NBA guys, doing they do that. It is. I hate, oh, I don't watch any pregame shows anymore. Like, I, I can't stand, stand any of them, but you're right. That What is it? It's in, Inside the, the NBA? Yeah. On TNT? Yeah, those guys are great. All and then Barkley's starting to, starting to trouble with the guy from Golden State there. Draymond so Green. Said he's leading the league in triple singles. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It's a great line. And then Draymond Green saying, like, Barkley couldn't hang with him on or off the court. Like, Draymond, you're a g- really good player. 
I'm like, let me do I remember Charles. I remember Charles Barkley. I know he doesn't have any rings. Barkley never got a ring, and you have three of them. Barkley would you? You're no Charles. You would lay down and cry trying to guard Charles Barkley. He would beat you. He was a wrecking machine. I one of my all time YouTube Charles Barkley highlights, man. One of my all time, even though I hated the Sixers, one of my all time favorite. Coast to coast. Oh. If he got a rebound and it was end of the quarter, end of half, he was going coast to coast, and he was going to score. And nine times out of ten, he was going. Dunk. Oh, one of my all-time damn! I wish they had won a title. It's, I was really the '93 Suns that lost to the Jordan Bulls. See, that I was go a back to the Sixer team. days. My first oh yeah NBA too. player was Dr. J. Um, yeah, love Dr. J. First favorite NBA player is Dr. J. Yeah, and then they get Barkley, Moses Malone, Moses, Andrew yeah. Tony, Mo Cheeks, and they oh. made a horrible trade. Mark, they traded the Mark Ivoroni. Oh yeah, all those guys. They traded the number one pick to the Bullets and uh, whatever. It they was traded all, uh, awful out there. Moses to Atlanta. He ended up going. Yeah, to. but they, they had the number one pick. Oh, they traded Moses Brad Doherty. to Washington for I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Rulich. Ru- Jeff, Jeff Rulich. Jeff Ru- Rulich. I'm thinking Jeff Rulich. No, I don't Jeff even Rulin. think Moses was in that trade. I thought Moses was, was somewhere else. I thought Maybe. they traded the number one pick for Jeff Rulins and uh, Doug- Roy Hinson. That's what it was. Roy, Yeah, Roy Hinson. That was another that was, what it was. that was a horrible trade. They could have gotten Brad Doherty or someone else in that. I don't remember what year. Was it 84? 85? They won the title in 84, 83. I think they traded him like around 85. 86 maybe, Brad Doherty tra- deal, I think. But that was an awful they trade. Just, they just set the did not, back a yeah. long way. Still long trying ways. to recover. Boy, we have gone all over the place yes, in this it's podcast. It's just showing tonight. our vast sports knowledge, though, I must tell Moses you. Malone was traded to for Jeff Ruland. That he was 76ers traded Malone. Oh, this is a deadline deal. In June of 1986, oh, no, off-season deal right after the finals. The draft. Yeah, you're right. Traded Malone to acquire Jeff Ruland. Folks, I just need to tell and you this. And the number one pick they had in the draft. Yeah, for Brad Doherty. Ugh. Could have been worse. They could have, unfortunately, drafted Len Bias. Yeah, that's um, true, too. But, uh, wow. Other- so, um, we could it's we could wrap up. We could talk some more old NBA trades if you want. I'm good either way. <laughs> I don't care. Either way. <laughs> you any you other hate relief, your family that much. Any, you other, re- go. <laughs> any other relief pitchers of the we'll Yankees that shunned us? coronavirus. Shun- Jesus. What other, re- what other relief pitchers of the 80s Cecilio shun- shunned us? Cecilio yeah. Guante. Look him up. I think... Uh, I think, I'm all, I think I tried to approach, approach Dick Drago in the bullpen right Dick Drago. Time. <laughs> He's strong with you. <laughs> all right, 26 episodes yeah. of the EDBC podcast. For Eric Dobratz and Brian Coleman for talking about God's viruses. God's sake, rate this podcast. Yeah, I mean, anytime viruses. you mention chlamydia in a podcast. Yeah, coronavirus. You're doing chlamydia. your homework. Yeah, you're do, yeah. And, and spelling it correctly, yes. I think. thank you. Yeah. I'll look it up, but I, I'm pretty sure I, I, I'll yeah. have to double check that. Yeah, because I'm going to write the intro for our little uh, website, and uh, I'm going to need to know how to spell that correctly. So listen, next week, I don't know. I don't know what my uh, situation is going to be, but I'm hoping that I'm in Cambridge on Sunday at noon. Oh. Because the Ivy League basketball tournament is next weekend. Yale? Yale men's basketball is the number one seed in the mm-hmm. tournament. It's at Cambridge. I'm not sure what seed Harvard is. They, they're they playing actually each other on Saturday night tonight. Cool. Um, but next Sunday at noon is the Ivy League final. Winner goes Delightful. to the NCAA tournament. When's the last time Yale's been in the NCAAs? Last year. Oh. Thanks for playing. Sorry, I forgot about that. They've been twice in the last four years, I believe. Really? Yeah, okay. back-to-back Ivy League regular season titles. Um, but they have I think they've lost six straight regular season games to Harvard, but they beat Harvard in the championship at Yale. That'll be a cool last game. Year. So it will be a good, good game, so I'm looking forward to it. But I hope it's Yale-Harvard in a final next Sunday at Harvard. That place will be... Rocking nuts. Trip to the final with the trip uh, to the. I was going to say the first four on the line, maybe. No, no, they'll get it. They'll, they'll get a regular. They'll get. They'll get, Yale, a, they'll get Yale, a Thursday Friday game. There's people arguing Yale should get an at large bid, even if they lost the final. That won't okay. happen. But uh, okay. that's how good their schedule. There's is. a good trivia question. When was the last time the Ivy League got a 
I don't know if they ever have. All right. To be you, honest with you. You remember the I'm gonna do this. We're folks we're off the rails. Mm. So we might yeah. as well just keep he he, he does not want to go. We home. might as well just keep running down the hill. Doesn't want to go rails. home. Remember the, the last team from the Ivy League to make the final four? Yeah, it was nineteen eighty. Penn? Seventy nine Penn. Thank you. The Michigan State, Indiana State. Yeah, Penn. Yep. I'll tell you what, Yale last year, if they had won the first round game against LSU. I remember that. Yeah. Now I do I remember that. Thank a couple you. Games. Yeah. And a couple Weren't years they... ago, they lost to Duke. Or the, four, the first time, four years ago, they lost to Duke. Again, here I am doing no prep. Beat and Baylor in the opening round and yep. then lost to Duke, I want to say by six. Wow. And this year, look, look go. I guess I could go look at Yale's schedule. They beat yeah. Clemson at Clemson. I remember, yeah. They had a couple of hits. Lost to North runs. Carolina, I think, by two. Give the coach some love. I always forget his name. James Jones. James Jones, thank you. texting him last night, wishing him a, uh, giving him a congratulatory text for winning the regular season last I'm night. I'm sure that meant a lot to him. It did. Probably he got right back to me. James did he? Loves good for him. He does. Good for him. He knows what's going on. He's professional. He's a good guy. And he's gonna, he better get a big job soon because he deserves it. The guy's good. done wonders at Yale. Wonders cool. at Yale. He could use it, yeah. So, all right, listen. All right, we got to wrap this up. I have next to go week. We have March Madness stuff to talk about. Yeah, we'll do some. We're bracket. thinking about doing a little bracket action. Yeah, we're gonna do a little, a little different bracket action this year. Maybe get maybe a little family affair. We'll get into it. I even got friends texting me sleeper picks already. Really? So we'll have to get into all that next week. But again, March Madness. Maybe do a little baseball preview in a few weeks. I will have to do a little research on uh, what do you call it. Um, of the American League. Yes. So please, please do it. Okay. So, anyway. All right. That's it for the EDBC podcast. Eric Dobratz, Brian Coleman. Another week in the books. Please join us again next week. Wash your hands. Yes. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't touch my face. That's it. Right. Say goodbye, Brian. See you.